Welcome to Career Crashers, where we tell the stories of those who are not content to wait around following rules and hoping for good things to happen. Great careers aren't found, they're forged. It's time to crash the party. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Joel from Crash. Happy summer. I am sporting the turtleneck here in July. Don't ask me why, except, well, the reason is I'm in air conditioning inside and I just want to be comfortable. And you know, maybe it's weird, but I accept who I am and I live what I want to do. And that's what you can do in your job hunt is be yourself and enjoy it and celebrate that. Put yourself out there and make opportunities happen. So we're going to talk about three tips for a successful job interview. And there's lots of articles out there about how to have a successful job interview with tips and tricks and preparation and blah, blah, blah. All that stuff's all well and good. I'm going to talk about three tips that might not be emphasized as much. Let's dive in. Number one, get the interview with a pitch. Now you might say, oh, that's, that's clever, Joel. That's not talking about the interview itself. Yeah, it is. If you pitch a company, instead of sending in a boring resume and cover letter, you are already creating momentum for a successful job interview. Because if you want to create a solid custom pitch for a company, a video pitch, a custom project sent directly to a human being at a company then you're going to want to put a little bit of research in. And most people on their interviews aren't preparing and researching the company properly and thoroughly. I saw a tweet a few weeks ago about this, that this person was saying 95% of people on job interviews don't really research the company. I'm not sure where that stat came from, but Whatever the case may be, people are not really bringing that type of preparation and thoroughness and diligence to the preparation part of an interview. And if you do a pitch, then you've already made that happen. You've already done that work up front. So the pitch is going to help you stand out to get the interview because you're actually creating something that's compelling, that's tailored that's constructive and creative that stands out amongst all the hundreds of resumes. And in order to create that custom pitch, you want to be specific about why you love that company. As well as if you, if you made a specific project for them, like, Hey, I went ahead and made this new FAQ page for you. I added some new questions. I thought that might be helpful for your audience and customers. Well, if you're going to make new FAQ questions, then you're going to need to know something about the product and service for that company in order to fill in more questions, right? So the very fact that you create that project shows that you have that knowledge and by default, you have that knowledge going into the interview. And then of course, when you actually land the interview, then it's helpful to continue to dig in deeper. We've talked before about companies' um, websites that 
can help you with the research process such as Crunchbase and Craft.co. So obviously you want to be prepared for that interview, but, but everyone says that, right? They say be prepared for the interview, but what I'm suggesting in this tip number one is prepare for the interview before you get the interview by creating a custom pitch. And if you're looking for support and guidance on that journey of pitching a company, you can head over to crash.co and you can book a free 15 minute call with us. And if you're a good fit, then we can hook you up with our crash coaching system and we can work on this process with you one-on-one. -on -one. So just letting you know, we would love to help you. It's crash.co. So tip number one is create a pitch in order to have a successful interview. Tip number two, be real on the interview. Once you're there in the actual interview, you want to bring your true self. You want to be authentic, genuine, and show them your humanity. It's okay to have humor in your interview. It's okay to make a mistake in your interview. It's okay to tell a story. It's great to tell a story about something you've accomplished and what you felt when you were experiencing that. It doesn't need to be a buttoned up, formalized, keep your professional shell on the entire time and be a, a dutiful employee. Companies actually don't want dutiful employees for the most part. They want you to show up and perform the tasks that are needed to function, but they want you to be someone who is going to create and manage themselves and be a human being as well and bring value not only in the actual role and whether it's marketing or sales and actually connecting with customers, et cetera, but also as a colleague, as a coworker, being a human being, being someone that other people want to work with, right? There's a reason that 85% of jobs are actually filled outside of the applicant pool. There's a few reasons. One of the reasons though, is that there's social proof when companies go to friends of friends or people in their network to find recommendations it's because there's a sense of connection there, human connection through the network. Well, you want to nourish that sense of human connection in the job interview itself to build trust. Just be open, be curious, allow yourself to physiologically like sort of stand, stand in a relaxed tall position or, or sit depending on if you have a standing desk or a sitting desk, if you're doing a remote interview, that is. But either way, like think about in an organic way, allowing your sort of countenance of the body to be open and receptive to human connection. It's a subtle thing because you can't force that. 
It's not, okay, put your body in XYZ position and now you are being genuine. That is actually the opposite of being genuine. But something to be mindful of is what is the sort of way that you are balancing your body and bringing your physiology and your physical stature into the experience of the interview so that you are open, relaxed, and ready to bring your, your full self and send that energy back to the interviewer and who you are. So that's the more abstract um, advice here in, in being yourself and being authentic. But some more specific advice is, is sort of be curious about the company, right? And allow a conversation to unfold rather than okay, I'll now dutifully answer these questions in a very formal way. Allow yourself to integrate that interview into more of the context of a conversation, of a conversation with somebody at a coffee shop. Now, it doesn't mean that, okay, now bust out all your, your swear words and, and have no filter and no intentionality in what you say, that's not true. Being authentic doesn't mean not having any intentionality to what you say or being just completely honest and off the cuff without any consideration of context. Being authentic means showing what you actually care about, showing your genuine enthusiasm, answering questions honestly, being curious. So, being curious means allowing a conversation to occur and it's okay in the middle to ask a question to the interviewer in the middle of it. Yeah, typically, we, you know, you're going to wait to the end of the interview to ask the questions, but don't feel boxed in to this is the exact way to have your interview. That's kind of the thing that people cannot get in this professional, so to speak, professional boxed up suit and tie mindset and then they cut off their true self and you want to be able to show up and show them the person you're going to be on an everyday basis and also it's just going to be more enjoyable for your life like if if someone a company really doesn't like who you are then why would you want to work for them then you're going to be in a situation where you are showing up to work every day and you're hiding your true self well why would you do that? You know, go find a company that really values who you are. So go find those companies that align with your values. That's a big, that's a big piece of this as well. It's going to help you be more authentic in that interview. But outside of that, asking questions of them, when you are asked a question, just be honest, right? And they might ask you, hey, so they might ask you about your, your past experience and your knowledge of a certain tech tool, for example. Let's say you don't know about a certain tech tool or you don't have experience in a certain um, niche, a certain um, area of whatever the case may be. Just say, I don't, I don't actually know about that particular one, but, but I'm really excited to learn and here's evidence of a time where I learned on the job, I learned by doing, or I took it upon myself to learn something. And here's evidence of my growth mindset. Always frame those types of questions in a way that 
shows that you are ready to take initiative and take responsibility for whatever it is that the deficit might be in your knowledge base at that given moment. So don't pretend that you have more abilities than you do. Be honest about it. And then also frame it and like, and that's why I'm so excited to connect with you, your the sales manager and the this team of SDRs to learn about cold calling in XYZ ways. I can't wait to meet with them every single week, ask these questions. Show them how you are ready to grow and have a hunger and desire to grow and be coached. Because what they're looking for really is your adaptability, your coachability, your soft skills. That's a key point in the interview. They're also looking for how you're going to answer the questions. What, what is the type of composure that you have? What is the way that you respond and your ability to, to be honest? And then and maybe they already know that you don't have a certain amount of experience and they're looking for you to see how you're going to handle yourself in, an, in a potentially uncomfortable situation. So it's not just about the actual words they're looking for. They're looking for those soft skills. Okay, so that's, that's tip number two is be genuine, be authentic, be curious, be real so that you can find a match. Find a match and, and interview with them. Interview them. They're interviewing you, but you want to interview them and figure out if this is a good situation for you. Because if it's not, then just go pitch another company, right? So that's tip number two, be genuine. Tip number three is the art of the follow-up, the follow-up email. And here's a specific nugget. As soon as you end that interview, let's say it is a virtual interview through a video, a video call. As soon as you end that interview, within five to 15 minutes, send them a follow-up email, a thank you email and be specific about what you enjoyed about the conversation. Have a couple um, points that of, of color, you know, about what you learned on the interview and why you're excited about the company. And do that very fast, within five minutes ideally, but you know, make sure you, you're thoughtful about it. Do it as fast as possible. And that's gonna signal to them what type of person you are, that you are conscientious and are going to move fast and then you are skilled with email and you're thinking about moving things forward immediately and you have an enthusiasm for that job. So send that follow-up immediately after. And then don't just wait, right? They, they're gonna tell you most likely, we'll, we'll let you know within the next five days or when, what our decision is, et cetera. You don't need to just wait around for five days. You can continue to create value. So based on what you learn in the interview, think about a, a second project you could create for them, a second pitch. You learn some more information, you connect to their employees in the, in the interview, and then you could create another video pitch for them and send that a couple of days later and say, hey, I really enjoyed our conversation, learning about A, B, and C. I went ahead and made this 30-day action plan for you about what I'm gonna do in the first month on the job. And I'm so excited to, to potentially work for you. I'm, I'm gung-ho about this position. Like you, you sort of, you sort of um, add that extra swing of the hammer onto that nail and keep showing the gumption and initiative 
that you want this job, that you have that persistence, you have that creativity, that you're not going to wait around for results to occur, right? You're signaling that you're the type of person that's going to create results without someone just giving you tasks as an assignment, but you're going to take control and make it happen. So follow up with that thank you email, and then maybe send them a second pitch a couple of days later with a custom project that shows that you're continue to be interested and that you're going to continue all the way through getting the offer and then even getting starting on the job. You're going to just, you're just the type of person that's going to go above and beyond. That is who you are. You are going to go above and beyond. You're going to do it every single step of the way, starting with pitching to get the interview. And then after the interview, you're going to keep on sending them value all the way through that interview process and beyond. And you're, you're going to be signaling them, signaling to them that when you are actually working for them, this is the type of person you will be. This is how you will behave and show up. And you will be, as Seth Godin calls, a linchpin, someone who is indispensable to that company because of the initiative, the artistry that you bring to that role, that you are not just a cog in a wheel waiting for directions, but you are someone who is creative and ready to do what makes you come alive, make results happen. Those are the three tips. Get the interview with a pitch. Number one, be real. Number two, and follow up, follow up, follow up. Number three, and on that follow up, just keep on going until you get a response. If for some reason you're not hearing back, don't pester them like every hour or something. But be consistent and keep pressing down that gas pedal with follow-up emails until you get a clear response if you haven't yet heard that response back. Okay, that's it for the, for the podcast today, y'all. Three tips for successful interviews. Go out there, make it happen. If you want to work with us, go to crash.co. If you want more daily mindset advice in your email inbox, go to crash.co slash daily and sign up for the Daily Job Hunt newsletter. That's what I am heading up, giving daily empathy, encouragement, and mindset tips, no BS advice to win your job hunt. All right, take care, y'all. Like what you hear? Go to crash.co and join the career revolution. If you want to share your own career crash story, send it directly to me at isaac at crash.co. 